Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Love. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to You Are Okay, hosted by Blog Talk Radio. My name is Bob. Brian is joining me today. I am sitting in and there. Morning, Brian. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. Good morning, Bob. I'm here in Southern California, and it's a glorious, I don't know, I'm going to have to say 65 degrees outside right now with an overcast. So um, a nice little change for the summer months here in Southern California. Wow, that does sound nice. And some of over here, it's been over 100 for, I think, since February or something. Awesome. Wow. I'm exaggerating a little, but at least it's a few. It's a high IT to 105. We're getting ready to go. It's a water I understand. I need to go. And uh, check that out to see what that means for us. The, other than that, it's been beautiful here. We just need some some rain. Well, you know, it, with, with the rain comes humidity, so it's uh, one or the other at all times, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, because then it's humid, and humidity is no fun. The, I remember being out there in uh, April, and... I was out in northern, eastern Texas, and it was early morning. Uh, just, I mean, I was still asleep, and next thing I know, I got woken up by a huge thunderclap. I mean, I swear it had to hit the ground like 10 feet from us, and it just rattled the whole house. And then the whole storm that passed just passed by in maybe a half an hour's time, and then it was all over, and I was just like... Okay, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's how it has been here. If we get if we get rain at all, it's one of those just just storms for a few minutes and boom, it's done. Right, but then the then the sad part was it was humid the rest of the day, but no more rain fell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So today we're supposed to talk about. Uh, let's see. I really been more less prepared than ever today. <laughs> so it says to talk about acceptance of all as part of God's love plan and the wonders of. Oh, the screen just went cuckoo on me. Uh, let's see. All of God's love plan and the wonder of realizing you cannot decide who you are until you decide who you are not. So I think that'll be it very interesting topic, and we'd love to have callers call in and talk about the topic with us today. The call-in number is 646-595-3584. Again, callers, the dial-in number is 646-595-3584. So, did you get a chance to ponder? I really didn't get a chance. I've had company for several days, and 
you know, I guess just reading that now, I guess deciding who you are not is, you know, sometimes we, I'll get to that in a moment, but, you know, it's just been a, a very good week and here with, with friends who I consider family and it's been a good time. It means you're a little bit busier than normal because you have company in there that changes your normal routine, but it's all good. So did you have a chance to ponder the the show today? <laughs> yes, I have had a chance. And what really sticks out in me is the simplicity of this idea because it's something that we all experience. We've all experienced occasions in our lives where something took place that we disliked, whether it's been in our behaviors and actions or someone else's behaviors and actions. And what I recognize and realize now is that every time we come across a situation that brings us discomfort, that's showing us what we are not. And when we can then recognize that that behaviors or those behaviors and those actions do not represent who we are, especially when they are actions and behaviors that we're partaking in, then we can move away from those actions and behaviors and say, okay, since this is who I'm not, I'm going to act more like who I am. And in truth, we all know what, it feel, what feeling good feels like, the true experience of feeling good when our kids tell us they love us or our parents tell us they love us or brothers and sisters, whatever. We've all experienced situations where we just feel really, really good and it's a genuine deep down in the center of your heart feeling. And when we feel that feeling and recognize that that feeling is who we are and represents the truth of who we are, we can then, you could say, trade in our behaviors and actions and words that bring us discomfort for those that feel good. And the more we do that, the recognition of who we are comes to the forefront more and more in our minds and in our experiences. Wow, totally different take than I took on it. <laughs> Having read it as I read it you know, for the first time here, I I kind of thought what you said is great. I I, I totally agree with you there. It's uh, interesting that I guess without reading it and really taking time to think about it, it's you know I the first thing I thought of was that we've all had times in our lives and probably starting as children when everyone told us who we are and what we were going to be and they didn't tell us they maybe you know we and we tried to live up to that expectation rather than take the time to ponder who we really are and what we're not and you know it in a lot of times what people wanted us to be or the expectation that they, their expectation of one, whether it be family, friends, whoever, is is absolutely what that other individual is not. So it's very interesting that you took it to a different different place than I took it all together. But actually, I think two are quite similar. I think your interpretation is, is quite um, poignant to the 
um, topic, and it's exactly right, is that when we are growing up, we almost from the get-go, because not enough people, you could say, don't know who they are. And so they're just living someone else's life that they were told who they were when they grew up, and it just perpetuates and continues um, from generation to generation. And it takes a few bold people, you could say, or bold souls, to step forward and say, no, that's not what I am, and no longer align with the status quo and step out into their own understanding of who they are and live from that place. And I think you said exactly the same thing I did, just in different terms and coming from a different angle. So wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I I, I, I just have so many things racing through my head on this topic because when um, – Right now, I'm going. I'm, I'm not working, and I'm looking for work and trying to maybe start some different businesses of different types and helping some people do different things. And you know, people are telling me all the time what I should do and who I am, rather than. And it's it's quite annoying actually because it's like you know what I I think I know and I I appreciate people giving me input and I appreciate the fact that I have friends that care, but. At the same time, I, I think in some cases, actually, folks are telling me what I should do and how I should live my life and what, what my next step is, is really something more of what they think they should have done at the junction of their life that I'm in right now, and they didn't. And they want me to live that so that they can live vicariously through me or be able to... Um, have be able to see what they didn't do come to fruition through someone else, which is, you know, it, it, while that sounds all nice and fine, I think that at the bottom of that is really the other person is being pretty damn selfish. Does that okay, make I can definitely see that. Yeah, oh yeah. And um, if you don't mind me asking, I'm not, I don't want to know particularly what it is that you're going into, but I want to know what it is that um, is making you come to this realization and recognition within the situation you're finding yourself in now? Yeah, I got you know just as you as you were talking, it just came popped into my mind that people have been telling me you know I have several things that I that I could do, and um, you know some people tell me to focus on one side, some people tell me to focus on another, and it you know ultimately it's my decision. But it may, puts me in a situation where I, I think I've really just come to the realization now that I need to worry about Bob and take time for Bob. And everyone really needs to take time for themselves and not always say yes to things that, are, that you don't want to do, that you do because you feel they're obligatory, and not to take, not to try to live someone else's life for them through yourself. I don't know if that answered your question or not, but well, it, it didn't. It didn't particularly. Um, but you bring up another good point because, again, coming coming back to our childhood and the experiences we have from on the number one factors in our lives, our parents is a lot of parents do try to have their children live the life that they wanted to live that they never did live and they try to live their life through their child's eyes. 
And as as we begin to grow up into um, adulthood, we carry those beliefs and those, um, well, first we experience that life is trying to be thrown upon us rather than us getting to pick and choose. And all of life is about picking and choosing. So it's not to say that your friends or your parents or anyone in your life who shares with you these ideas of the way they think life should be lived. That's all wonderful to get the more angles we can see things from, the more choices we have to make. But then for someone to thrust it upon you and say this is the only way, that's what we need to, as individuals, when we express to our friends ways of living, we need to take out the edge of this is the only way and you must do it this way or you're just wasting your time. Right, because it puts someone in a situation that they think that if they're working on something else or putting a focus on a different area of their life, that they're letting that person down. And, you know, we really, everyone, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, say that we should all be selfish by any means because I don't think that, that we should be selfish. But, you know, we, we sometimes need to take time for ourselves and not take on additional burdens and pressures from other people, but also realize that they're there giving you, in some cases, they're giving you just practical advice to listen to. And it always is good to have, you know, multiple sides of multiple folks to look at, to give you input into what you're going to be, what you're experiencing at that time. But it's also good to remember to sit back and say, okay, I, I am me, and here's who I am not, and here is who I am, and here's how I choose with to, to move forward or to it, move in any situation. And maybe it really does mean that you sit down and decide who, or prayer and meditation, you know, seek what is it that I'm not? What is it that I'm not so that I realize that I need to make changes to move away from what I'm not or what I'm trying to, what one is trying to make themselves. Kind of just right. letting, letting go. <laughs> I guess as they say in uh, 12-step program, a lot is let go and let God. So it kind of just boils back down to that as a fundamental kind of way to say it is let go and let God and in the plan that that God has for you is is going to unfold. So, so don't be stressed out and worried about immaterial nonsense like gossip and 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 gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got to stay away from that gossip. Um, that kind of uh, talks about and really ties in well with the meditation that I did this morning on my show, and that was um, an idea that has just recently come to me in the last few days, and that is that our memory, we we talked so many times about um, no longer justifying our memory and therefore reliving our past, and rather releasing our memory so that we can be in the, in the now, and by releasing our memory, we don't affect our future in a negative way and the negative way that we affect our future by continuing to carry around our memories is that because we don't let them go, we're doomed to repeat them. 
And in letting them go, as you said, we are free of them and are free now to experience new situations that we have maybe never experienced before. But it's only in the letting go of our memories that we are free to have new experiences because we're not holding ourselves down or filling in spaces in our minds of what is possible because we are holding a certain standard in our own minds that whenever a different situation even comes to mind through a suggestion of a friend or something or some way that we're seeing another one act and behave, if it doesn't fall in line with our status quo that we're holding in our minds, then we look at it and we say, that's ludicrous. And we don't even give it a chance because we shoot it down right away just because it contradicts the mindset that we're holding ourselves to. And so the meditation that I did this morning was one of letting that go. But then at the same time, and here's the little twist in it that was really unique that I um, have been coming to the awareness of recently, is that we all have a memory of who we truly are, the part of us that is connected with God. And when we can go and seek that part out through meditation or contemplation, or prayer, and reconnect with the memory of who we are. And I could say that we are perfect, whole, and complete, just as God is. Then we start to experience the truth of who we are because we reconnect once again with an old memory that we had decided to stuff away and forget about. Right. I think we all have we all have that that memory, and some of us may not have a vivid of a memory or have lived a period of time where we felt that. It may be for for some that they have only felt that a couple times in their life, but it's important to hold on to that and 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 use that as a a, a jumping place to move forward. Yes. Would you like to lead us through a meditation now? We sure. never got to that last week. <laughs> I'll, I'd be. Uh, it would be my pleasure. Thank you. Mhm. Are you going to cue some music? Yeah. Let's see. I will put. I'm just trying to turn it. What thing it will stay down. Meditation. Find yourself. Perfect. Thank you. Meditation called Find Yourself. How appropriate. So now as we go into this meditation, as you begin to close your eyes and slowly breathe deeply into the nose and out of the nose. Remembering that this meditation is about finding yourself once again. And now as we begin to connect more deeply with our breath, we might begin to realize 
that our breath is our connection with life. And in breathing, it is apparent and obvious that we are alive. And as we come back to the awareness and to this connection that we don't even have to think about, that we don't even have to control. In fact, it's only in trying to resist our breath that we begin to feel discomfort and stress. And whenever we are feeling angry and upset, we begin to breathe shallow and we begin to hold our breath at times, which always brings the immediate experience of discomfort and uneasiness. And if we simply choose to find ourselves in that moment, in a place of discomfort, and consciously choose to come back to our breath and feel the breath, recognize and connect with the breath once again, we will naturally begin to feel ourselves relax and be at ease once again. And it's simply a shift of our attention from the one who seemingly upset us to our breath from an experience of anger and upsetness to one of peace and calmness. And whenever we do this, we are finding ourselves once again. We are connecting and consciously giving our attention to that place within us that proves that we are life. And whether we are experiencing pain and suffering because of someone's words or actions and behaviors, or we are feeling pain and suffering because of experiences of illness that we are having in our bodies. We can always consciously choose to come back to our breath and reconnect with the healing recognition experience of life that is contained within our breath. And as we continue to breathe, slowly and deeply into the nose and out of the nose. We share in this experience of life, of peace, of relaxation. 
of connectedness with our center, with who we are, finding ourselves once again. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm going to take us through a little uh, breathing exercise focusing on the chakras today. And it kind of came to me to do that as you were talking about the uneasiness of, of um, in the throat. And you know, a couple times this week I actually found myself where, where it really is like you can't – you're breathing, obviously, but you're not breathing. You can feel that it's uh, – that it's stopping at your throat and, it, and it, there's something there that it, it can be like a fear, it can be just being overwhelmed, thinking about something or worry, stress, etc. And, and what I do when I feel that or if I feel an uneasiness in my stomach or somewhere else is typically try to do a little meditation on that specific chakra area and breathe through that area and focus on it. So I think what we'll do is go through, I'm going to play Pool of the Soul Meditation Station and just walk through that. And, a, and chakra is really just to me is take a string and just kind of drop it down from the top of your head and imagine it goes down your throat and down to the end of your spine. And it's this, this rod or string that's there and it's full of energy and at a certain point there are Places of higher energy that spin around and kind of having all of those in line is what makes us feel good and gets us back to remembering. So let's just bring it there at the top of our head and falling down through to our spine and let's breathe through, concentrate on breathing through that ring. And I just always imagine that ring is like big, maybe like a big. And each area has a different color spinning around. All those colors together are what the whole spectrum. Take that spot and pull as if you're pulling the air up through that tube, out of the head, back down that tube, as for breathing. Pull that air up and sink around about the area around the base, the first or root chakra, which is there at the base of your spine, your, your tailbone. That's, that's red, and it's just big, bright red light. And what we want to do is we want to make that light brighter. So we focus that as we pull the air up, and we concentrate and have a little mantra for three times as you pull that air up, think, I am. Pull the air up. Exhale the air. Take yourself, I As you do this, feel your whole body being energetic. Feel you being more grounded, more focused. Hold up the air one more time, saying, I am. 
And as you're doing that, remember, go back to that place with great memory, great And I, that red just coming all the way up and out the top. Area, our navel area, second chakra, chakra. It is your lower abdomen, navel area, is an area with our ability we want to pull up and focus on that area. And as we do that, as we pull in, it's I feel, I feel, I feel. That orange color there, color, spinning around, pull up, I am, I feel. Pulling the red and the orange up. That hold the strength. We move into third, the solar plexus chakra. And here could be gut, I just call it the gut chakra. And yellow area where the actor and joy and fun uh, where we have our energy back. And by breathing here, we're going to let out frustration and fear and in the air, we use the word, I do, I do. As you pull through, let's left from the bottom, I am, I don't, I do, do. Breathing now, let's focus on the heart chakra, the heart chakra. What it says, heart where compassion grows inside you, where love is. As you pull up through, focus on these breaths, next few breaths, focus on your heart area. Feel green energy world around in that area of your body. Yourself, I love, I love, I love. Taking this next breath, let's start at the bottom, remembering red, more yellow, green, and sing up and let's say, I am healed, I do, I love. And the next. Chakra. This is we communicate with one another. It's where things build up when we're not able to say what's on our mind or not able to articulate the fear, anger, stress that we have inside us. Makes us choke up. It makes us feel as if someone's sitting kind of on our chest, kind of our heart area.
I love, I love. 
have a silent Meditation, it always helps me to, to visualize those chakras and that white light and the colors coming up because it keeps my mind, it keeps me mindful of an area of my body which allows me to get more in, in touch with my own body and to love my own body, which I think I still struggle with that at times. I'll be completely honest and you know, I think it's something that we all strive for is loving our bodies and loving ourselves and for me that keeps all of the distractions of what's going on around me if I'm trying to focus on that area of my body and pulling up the air through and meditating on each part and thinking of the color, thinking of what, how it affects our lives and how all of those things need to be in balance for us to, to remember, to remember where and to understand where we who we are and who we are not. I couldn't agree with you more. And thank you for that, Bob. That was a glorious meditation. Thank you. It was definitely, I know for me, it was definitely centering and did indeed balance all those chakras. And I love the technique you used to do that as well. And as you say, I think, to be completely honest, all of our things that get under our skin, if you will. It's all based around the fact that we don't love ourselves completely. And when another one comes into our experience and tells us something about, our, about us and we're not loving ourselves, then we 
identify with what they're saying and make it real for us. And in that experience, we actually upset ourselves and the other one doesn't upset us. And if we got to the point, or when we get to the point, of loving ourselves completely as we are, without having any thoughts and desires to be any different, then when someone comes into our experience and they're trying to put us down in whatever way they might attempt to, it's not going to affect us. And we'll actually, instead of feeling hurt and harmed by it, we'll actually look at the other one as being as hurting and needing our compassion and our love. And it comes to the idea shared in a four agreements. Don't take things personally. I was I was just thinking the same thing, you know, don't take things per, don't take anything personally and don't make assumptions. It it really sums those two of the four agreements up very well is if you don't take it personally and you don't and you're not gonna take it personally if you don't make assumptions most of the time and and it's it's something we all struggle with, I think, is is making assumptions because when people say things to us we hear it our own way. Mm-hmm. Particularly in the in the world of uh, that we live in now, cyberspace and internet and tweeting and texting and Facebook and all of social networking, which I think they're all great in, in some regards, but we we tend to we don't know when I when you read something, you don't know what word was intimated when the person wrote it, the way that you would if you were speaking to someone face to face or even on the phone. So that's where I find that not making assumptions is really important because you read a sentence and depending on which word you intonate, which word has the emphasis on it, the sentence could be have a totally different meaning or could come off sounding crabby and nasty rather than loving and caring. Exactly. I think those two go hand in hand quite well. Yeah, we need to we need to not make the assumption that every I think we always make the assumption that people are being mean before we assume that someone's being nice. Mhm. Yeah, a sad reflection of our society, really. <laughs> and our frame of mind and kind of like it's it kind of goes with the saying and the idea of what you're looking for, you're going to find. And we all have a mindset that we've been taught and it's what we're not but it's what we identify with and continue to perpetuate in our lives. And that is the mindset that people are out to get us. And so we find ourselves in a defensive mode. And it ties in very well with the idea of you've got to get yours. Like there's a piece, everybody is deserving of a piece of, of, of the pie, but you have to go out and earn it. Instead of recognizing and realizing that we can't be separate from the pie. And so we don't have to do anything to earn our piece of the pie. We are born into it, you could say. It's our birthright. And like a prince who is born of the king, his birthright is the kingdom. And it's the same way in the truth of who we are, being a part of God and being one with God. It's our birthright to have and experience everything. And it's in the mindset that we have been taught that tells us that we start out with nothing and have to build our own king- kingdom that makes us 
not recognize and not realize that no effort needs to be had in experiencing our kingdom and our abundance. Absolutely. We're all just, I always think of us all as little stars <laughs> in the sky. And sometimes our, you know, when, when we pass on, we, when we leave our physical body, you know, it's, uh, you know, a, a star went out, but another star was born somewhere else in, in, the, in the galaxy. And we all are, we all make that up. And, you know, they always, you know, if you look at it scientifically, it's, you know, what's the law that energy is neither created nor destroyed. So right. it's just harnessed in a different way and, and, and just moved in this continuum. And, and thinking of it that way for me is, you know, we're all a piece of energy and, and we may stop breathing someday, but we're also then, you know, maybe we're, you know, we're decomposing and creating new energy through plants that are coming up from that or what have you. So we all have our purpose and, and we, we're all part of one big, bright star, light planet, if you will. And this light, this light or this energy um, can never be destroyed or created. It just moves on in different forms. And that's where the idea and the truth behind reincarnation comes in. Is right. that we leave one form and come back in another form. Like the, did you get a chance to see the any of the meteor shower this week? The I didn't, meteor. unfortunately. Yeah, I, I just happened to have seen it. Uh, someone had posted on Facebook that they were going to look at the meteor shower, and uh, I think it must be a new movie. <laughs> so, so you know, you Google it, and it's like, no, there's really a meteor shower outside. So and it told you kind of how, where where to look for things, and and I did see some meteors or falling stars, and that really you know made me kind of remember that we. We are all part of that light, and it, it's in this perpetual continuum where you know, life is, is really never-ending. Exactly. I think we have definitely hit on some fantastic, wonderful points in the show, and I've really enjoyed the conversation. And I hope all you listeners out there have enjoyed it as well. And if anybody would like to call in and share any thoughts that might have come to you throughout this conversation and this show and these meditations, please feel free to call in at 646... Oh, let's see. I can't see the number, unfortunately. 646-595-3584. Again, thank you, Mom. 595 Three five eight four. You're welcome. Yeah. Sometimes the screen kind of goes in and out too on on the switchboard. It kind of refreshes. I guess is the better word for it. It doesn't really go like it's off and on. It's as if you hit F five on the keyboard. It just uh, changes form for a little while. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what it does. But in in conclusion of what we've talked about for the show. 
is the recognition and the realization that a lot of times our behaviors that we are partaking in and the thought processes that we are having are have been ingrained in us by others and we have subscribed to them and bought into them. And the more we are focused on and desirous of connecting back within our own internal truth that we have always been, really, but only in subscribing to other people's desires and other people's way of thinking that how life is supposed to be lived. It's like we learned in a role, like an actor on stage. And instead of just playing the role for the time that the play was being offered to the audience, we took on the role as our life. And we started living this made-up life that was only meant to be a story that was played out for a little while. And we lose ourselves in that story. And by coming back to the remembrance of who we truly are, coming back to the experience of our connectedness with God, which one of the most beneficial ways of doing that is through meditation, the meditations that we share on this show. And we've done meditations every week on this show, with the exception of a few. And they all are designed. Last week, didn't we? <laughs> yes. But that's quite all right. Last week was a, a wonderful meditation in and of itself, you could say. Exactly. <laughs> and when we choose to come back to these consciously and reconnect with the truth of who we are, then we once again experience who we are. And in experiencing who we are, we most definitely recognize who we're not. And then when we recognize who we're not, we don't take offense to it because it's not us. And someone else comes up to us and says, you're this and you're that, and you know you're not this and that. And if someone tries to tell you you're a dog and literally tell you you're a dog, you go, there's no way in hell I'm a dog. I'm I'm most definitely a human being. And you wouldn't be offended by it. You'd be like, this person's out of their mind. And then you could be compassionate towards this one because they're so confused that they can't even recognize who you are. And then you would be trying to help them to recognize who you are rather than getting upset at them for being for misunderstanding and misseeing who you truly are. Absolutely. And, you know, it really, to your point on, you know, really to reconnect and remember and revitalize yourself, meditation is such a, is such a key factor in doing that, that we, we don't take that time alone. And, you know, it's, you know, I don't think there's really an excuse. To, I mean, there's days go by, maybe weeks go by that I don't meditate, and I and I can feel the difference when I do. And you know, we all, well, most people take a shower every day, or you know, at least a couple times a week. So you can meditate in the shower or in the bath. You know, is a great time because you don't really have a whole lot of outward distraction. That visual one, you may have those mental ones of here's what I need to get done or, you know, here's why I'm feeling bad or why did you know, this happen. It's 
that's going through your mind, but that's where, you know, you take that time in the shower to push away those things and, and concentrate on breathing and, and meditating on who I am and who who I'm not. And, you know, more than just feeling clean and refreshed from having bathed, it's uh, cleaning the soul, cleaning the heart and the body at the same time. Yes. It's an opportunity to really, you know, clean up, you know, clean up everything at once. Kind of like take the car in for oil lube job, you know. Wonderfully said. I love that. That's exactly right. Our meditation is a just like taking a shower to your body. It's a yep. cleaning out your insides and giving yourself a fresh new start. And I too, just like you, there, Bob, have found myself in the past not meditating nearly as often as I needed to. And so I solved that problem by offering a show every day with meditations. <laughs> and in doing that, I kind of forced myself into having to meditate each and every day. Absolutely, and being, and being able to, to share that with anyone else who wants to be able to do that. And can you, why don't you tell, tell the, the listeners where we can, where we can go to, to uh, follow you each day and and also remember that you, you may not, you don't necessarily have to do it at the same time. You can always download it, do it the next day uh, online, or put it on to, you know, make it something that syncs to your iPhone or iPod or i whatever, whatever, <laughs> yeah, <device>. whatever. <laughs> so that we can, so that you can have that there. So that when you do, when you are in the car, maybe you're doing that. Then you, you can meditate with your eyes open. Yes. You certainly can. It keeps you from getting road rage a little bit. So where where would one go to to do that on Blog Talk Radio? The address is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash radiate love. And I offer meditations every day at 8 a.m. Pacific time. And as Bob mentioned, if that's not... And then the, the name of the show is Good Vibrations. Uh, centering exercises to begin your day in a positive way. And the intention behind it is to, just as Bob was saying, to before we get out and begin our day, to spend some time to reconnect with the truth and to give ourselves an internal shower and clean ourselves and get ready to go out in the day. And the more often that we clean ourselves through the practice of meditation, then we don't have this buildup of gunk that begins to fester and boil with inside of us. And so it's easier to experience things that used to really get on our nerves and agitate us, but then realize that we can simply wash it off like getting dirt on our, on our skin. If we got mud on us or spilled something on us, we could simply walk to the bathroom right away and clean it off. Well, same thing. If we do, for some reason, take something personally and become affected by our decision in taking it personally, we can simply choose in that moment to sit quietly and clean ourselves out from the inside and then be back to normal, you could say. And the more often we choose to meditate and make it a daily practice and a moment-by-moment practice, as we continue to do it more and more, then it becomes easier and it becomes a habit, really. And as Bob said, 
you get to a point where you're meditating 100% of the time and you don't have to close your eyes to meditate because meditating truly just means connecting back into the truth of who you are. And if you get so close to that center, if you will, and join back into the truth of who you are and never leave it again, then you don't have to focus on coming back there consciously. It's just your natural state of being. And it's intrinsically all of our natural states of being. But we have forgotten it. And so coming back and consciously choosing it brings us back to remembrance and the immediate experience of who we are. Absolutely. Just like the water washes away the dirt from the physical body, that white fluorescent big bright light that we pull into ourselves and concentrate on as we meditate cleans cleans that the spiritual inside cleans the soul and, and makes us radiate positive energy rather than it, it shines off and, and um uh, and causes the negative energy to fly out of you and be pushed back into the earth and where the earth can absorb that energy and and not harm us. So it really just cleanses out, pushes out all the negative energy that is collected from from past experiences, from past hurts, from being angry, from being anxious, from experiencing fear, that white light and concentrating on that and putting our mind on focusing on the white light. And as you do that, just make that light just get bigger and bigger and stronger and brighter. And it'll just push all that negative stuff away and it'll make you a happier, cleaner person that will, you'll start to radiate positiveness. And you'll find yourself smiling more, taking the time to smell the roses, to enjoy, enjoy life. We're here for such a short time. That. And there are so many great things to, that we can do, even if it's just smelling coffee, if you like coffee, or sitting and drinking tea, whatever it is. It's something that, you know, there's things that we all enjoy. Just take those times and enjoy them rather than, you know, hurry up and slam the coffee because I'm only taking it for the for the uh, caffeine jolt. It's, you know, savor that flavor and sensation that you've got I mean, and just radiate positivity, radiate love. Exactly. And as you said, take the time to stop and smell the roses. Such a wonderful practice that we can do more and more. Yeah. I have actually, um, we have about a minute left, but I was growing some roses and, you know, they haven't done too well. And I really got, the other day, I have this huge bruise on my arm and it's, I mean, it's bigger, it's like a half dollar size, a perfect circle. And I was cutting the roses, and some of them have died in this terrible heat. And uh, you always trim roses back anyway, and they're not really dead. It's just that piece of it is dead. And anyway, we weren't going to do a rose pruning session here. But <laughs> I was, you know, as I was cutting these, you know, I'm always in a good mood when I'm working in the yard. And, you know, there's something that always, that's something that can always reconnect me in most cases is working in the yard and, you know, the, the rose bush kind of just went back and, like, seriously, the biggest thorn on any of the rose bushes out there went right into my arm. And 
you know, it's, <laughs> and I didn't get angry. It was, you know, hey, that's the defense system. When we all have our defense systems and, you know, kind of, you know, it, it, it hurt. And I had no idea I would get this huge bruise from it. And I don't know why that happened, but it just kind of made me stop to, to think that, you know, not to be so fearful and to accept positivity in our lives. And we only have another second, so namaste. Thanks for being here, everyone, and enjoy a great week. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Bob, and thank you, listeners. And, yes, we will be back again next week, same time, same place. Until then, be at peace. Namaste. Namaste. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.